Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a heart of sin. You can't bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. It's gonna be a rock and roll weekend. From 8 o'clock when the show begins. Get on the phone, call all your friends. Tell them it's gonna Party people, it's the double Z. Hey, it's Rufus. What was that? What happened? Something beat. That was my problem. That was my fault. My end. Hey, we're here on a Saturday night doing a Friday night free for all. What do you think of that, Rufus? Uh, pretty exotic. Pretty wild. But that's we how are we do it. We're ripping the uh, space time continuum by doing that. We are. We're not just pushing the envelope, we are ripping the envelope. I watched this thing on Nova all about black holes. Have you seen this show on Nova? No, but I, I've seen a lot of things about black holes. And the end of the show, basically, it was like that the whole universe will end up being one fucking black hole. Yeah. It will just pretty much, I guess, cease the whole, everything will cease to exist, period. Well, you and me will cease to exist long before that, so... You think so? What if we found out tomorrow that, like, the Earth was sucked into, like, some 72-hour black hole? Well, that that would suck. It would also suck if we, like, cured every disease. If we, like, found immortality and we're, for a while, like, awesome. But then, at some point, you're going to realize, oh, wait, you know, 10 billion years later, when the sun is getting so big it's about to fry the Earth, maybe immortality wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> I have to assume that... Immortality would be pretty annoying. I, I think mean, it gets tiresome. Yeah, I mean, think of like even when you watch some of those. Uh, remember that True Blood show? Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. some of those, the the uh, vampires were like, "Kill me! I'm sick of fucking being alive." Yeah. And I mean, I guess you can see that because one of the vampire guys was alive from like basically the dawn of time, right? Imagine <laughs> seeing all of that fucking change. You go from being like some howling animal or something to, like, uh, all of a sudden people are driving cars and shit. I mean, I'm 44 years old, and there's many mornings I wake up kind of wishing I hadn't. Just end it today? Hoping you go in your sleep? That's the way I want to go in my sleep. As long as everybody says that you assume that if somebody goes in their sleep it was painless, but they could have woken up and had the moment of the worst pain and panic of their entire lives and then died. That's what happened to my aunt. She oh, no. died in her sleep, and right before she died, she woke up and, like, let out some kind of crazy groan and then died. I don't like the waking up part. That's not dying in your sleep to me. Well, I mean, I don't know if she was ever actually conscious, but, uh, you know, where they say that drowning is peaceful? Uh, who knows? I mean, I'm sure that the last fucking couple minutes that you realize you're going to drown or last second, not peaceful. Not very peaceful. No. Well, I, think 
probably not. There's no there's no peace leading up to that moment either. I would have to agree with that. I mean, there's you, you couldn't be like, oh, I'm drowning. At least it's a good way to go. I mean, you've swallowed something down the wrong pipe, as they say, and it's a it's just instant chaos. You're coughing and you can't stop coughing. Now imagine that, being underwater and you're just every cough you do trying to clear your throat is just bringing more water in, and it's a panic and a pain. You can't breathe. I couldn't. I mean, think about. I mean, choking is fucking scary, dude. Choking oh, yeah. is. I mean, I was choking. That's my worst fucking nightmare is like you start choking, right? Say you're eating something and you start choking and you're all alone and like the TV yep. keeps going and the radio keeps going. And you're like, eh, eh, I'm fucking choking to death here. And then you just fucking die. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it would be a similar experience to having a heart attack or something, but with choking, you'd kind of feel a little dumb about it. I mean, you've been <laughs> eating for such so a many bite. fucking... Right, I've been eating shit for fucking years, and now I fuck it up so bad I'm going to die. I guess at that point in your life, you're like, I have lived a gluttonous life. I'm eating bites of things that are so big that I can't fucking swallow them. I deserve this. God said, thou shalt choke. And now, I don't know about you, but for me, for sure, and probably a lot of people would you probably had a moment that came close to that where you swallowed something wrong. You're like, oh, oh yeah. my God. I remember that. That's a panicky moment. I remember moment. that moment. And I, you know what? I was like 12 years old, 13 years old, maybe. And we're sitting in my living room or my dining room table with my whole family's there, right? And we're eating. And of course, believe it or not, we're eating meatloaf again. Jeez, I'm starting to think that's all my mom cooked when we were growing <laughs> up. But, and I'm eating a potato and it fucking goes down and I'm choking on it. Right? Yeah. And everybody's just fucking sitting there, dude, dude, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> choking. And they're just like looking at me, what's wrong? What's wrong? You know what I mean? And finally, I'm like, I don't know. I contorted my neck muscles in some way that made me spit it out. Not really out, but uh, it came up and was no longer choking me. And I'm like, you dumb sons of bitches. I could have fucking died right there. And uh, that day, I haven't talked to anybody in my family since that day. Well, that happened to me as an adult once. <laughs> Did it? That ago. would scare the fuck out of me. It's really scary as an adult because you think you got this shit locked down and then you almost choke and you're I like, oh, fuck. It was, it was like some really long stringy mozzarella cheese. And it that's the only thing that saved me is that I was able to like yank it out. And I was like, You know, oh, it's shit. funny that you say that. <laughs> Maybe they need to put a fucking warning on mozzarella cheese because my <laughs> wife we were in a restaurant, and she was eating, like, some uh, stuffed shells and a big layer of fucking melted cheese on top, and she took a big bite, and she was choking just like that on a big fucking stringy thing of mozzarella cheese. It's dangerous, man. Those Italians don't fuck around. No way, dude. That's, like, that's the way that they kill people without anybody knowing. You know how Putin has, like, all these, uh, all these potions and stuff that he gives people to kill him? Italians just use fucking uh, mozzarella cheese in a very delicious dish when uh when the italians say string them up they're referring to string cheese yes exactly i would now where were you when that happened were you all alone uh honestly that's happened a few times oh my god you have a string cheese you i got a, a, I got a problem i got a mozzarella cheese problem I, I fucking love it dude but i can overdo it you know <laughs> but uh yeah it's happened a few times it's, I, it's always happened with people around like <laughs> They're you like, know, how can you be joking? It's cheese. 
No, nobody knows because, you know, it's just like if you're having a heart attack or something. You're embarrassing. Like, I don't want to tell anybody I might die. That's right. I don't want to fuck up anybody's day or, good God, I've got to go to the hospital. So <laughs> yeah, you, you know what's kinda, funny? You're eating and you yank the cheese out and you keep going. Oh, and I, did you eat the cheese after it had been yanked from your mouth? That's that's the question. Or do you do you uh, put a caution tape around that piece of cheese and like I can no longer eat that piece of cheese? That's a dangerous piece. Well, everybody at the table thought I was doing a magic trick. <laughs> They're like, "Whoa! What if you would have pulled up a goldfish on the end of it and been like, ta-da?" <laughs> no, but I I, I I can't say about every time, but uh, I'm pretty sure at least the last time. Of course, I ate the cheese. I mean, it's not contaminated. You, so you ate the cheese after it was pre-digested. It already touched your, uh, I guess, your esophagus. Yeah, yeah. But, Might as well uh, eat it. Might as well. So was it, was your cheese on a piece of pizza? Was it, was it? If it was pizza. People are like, Always. how the fuck do you fucking choke on a piece of pizza? That's the terrifying part, because as an adult, you're like, I've been eating pizza for fucking years, and I still I eat pizza three times a week. You know who doesn't choke? People who? that just uh, put all their food in a blender and eat it. Yeah, those are weird people. They are weird. Yeah, I felt bad. We used to do it at the old folks' home I worked at. They would, like, put a bunch of food. <laughs> I didn't, this is so wrong. I couldn't believe that they would do that, or this was even acceptable. To people, this is an expensive place to live, but if they were on like some kind of liquid only diet, yeah. they would put all the food in the blender, right? Like, but all of it together instead of just blending up, say, some mashed potatoes, which didn't really need blended, and then like blending up the meat separately and blending yeah. up like the corn separately, they would put it all in together and fucking blend it and be like, yeah, that's the way you do it. I'm like, that is disgusting. And they would wonder, but they didn't even touch it. They didn't even touch it, Rufus. They didn't touch their chocolate cake mixed in with their fucking mashed potatoes and meatloaf. I don't understand. The chocolate cake was delicious. Yeah, it tasted like meat. So did you make it out to the store? You did. Oh, man. Oh. See, I think the crooked ones are hotter than the regular ones. Let's save that for a little bit. Let's save that part of the show for a little bit. You know what sucks is uh, I picked out a few. I picked out – we had this this huge bin at Walmart. Right. They were all gigantic. And so I'm fishing through them, and I'm finding the small – and I found the smallest one I could find. And then I found a few more because we use jalapenos for other things. We do, too. We do, too. And you know what's funny is I went to the store the other day, and they were out of jalapenos. So I go back today. I'm like, what if they're still fucking out? But they had a bunch in there. And uh, like I said, I was going to buy one jalapeno. Just because I had some change in my pocket, I'm like, I only really need one right now. Yeah. And I was thinking that that's going to come to, like, fucking four cents. I'd have to weigh it out and go through the whole fucking line, you know what I mean, to weigh one fucking pepper. Can I buy this, please? So I got four of them. Well, when I got back, like, right before the show, well, we got back long before the show, but just right now I was fishing for my, my, my little pepper, the one that I bought that was, I don't know, it was, it was about this length but a little skinnier. I say that ours are about the same size, really. Yeah, but mine was a little more manageable. But unfortunately, it was, had been cracked and opened. And, and oh. It would not allow me to eat it because of pesticides and stuff. I get it. Like, these don't have pesticides on them or in them. So I had to get this big fat boy. Good Lord. Well, did you do any research to find out which 
uh, of the jalapeno peppers were the hottest, the small ones, the big ones, the ones with the pointy tips, the ones with the red cracks in them? Well, I think uh, the jalapenos are all pretty much the same, right? It's just the No, dirt. absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, I mean, peppers, no, but jalapeno peppers are, is a jalapeno pepper. Well, let's do, let's see, how can you tell the heat of a jalapeno pepper? We're going to turn to this part of the show is sponsored by Google. We're going to see, can you tell? Just how, Google this, because I found an image. I found an infographic. Just Google right. jalapeno scoville, and it will show, you'll find a graph that has all the. Uh, right. I'm, I know the scoville is like less than, what, 12,000, isn't it? Or is it 60,000? It's low, which is scary because the jalapeno can be fucking hot. <laughs> yes, they are. Jalapeno is twenty five hundred to eight thousand. Yeah, so I guess oh, there is a range in there. A serrano pepper. That was that was going to be my alternative if they were sold out. Ooh, that's a twenty three thousand scoville right there, dude. They're hot. Here we go. Jalapenos progressively get hotter the older they get, starting oh. at light green and turning darker until it eventually turns bright red. As they okay. age on the vine, they develop white lines and flecks. These stretch marks or stress marks running the direction of the length of the pepper uh, make it, you can tell the age. So that's what I thought. Some of them that are, and I read that somewhere a long time ago, that have like the cracks, not the cracks, but like the, they look like they're, like have peeling on the outside or like they're busting open almost. Yeah. Those are the super fucking hot ones. Can you I mean, not buy those? Probably not going to be super hot, but. Do they have to ripen on the vine, or can you buy some green ones from the store and just let them sit around, I wonder? That's, uh, they probably have to ripen on the vine, because if you let them sit around, they'll turn red, but, and I've done that, and they almost seem like they're not as hot. See, what worries me about this jalapeno is I really love the taste of raw jalapeno. I think it's fucking awesome. I do, too, but I got a feeling that this is going to be painful almost. I, I know, but I, I'm, I'm afraid that I'm going to like it so much that I'll eat it quickly and then not realize the pain until it's too late. And the pain really is going to hit tomorrow. I mean, let, let's be honest. I don't want to be gross or nothing, but it's going to be a, quite a zinger that first uh, morning sit-down. Yeah, I was thinking about that myself. Just a little something for you, a little tidbit for you, the listeners, Rufus, that uh, those striations are what yeah. pepper growers call corking. It's working on the outside of the pepper. The smoother the pepper is, the younger and milder it is. Hmm. More white lines and darker the color, the older and hotter it is. Sounds like a woman. It is. You know what's funny is I was sitting in my uh, cousin's liquor store like five years ago, right? And we're sitting in the back drinking beer. And this neighbor guy brings in like a bunch of banana peppers. You know what a banana pepper is? Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. A, uh, Hungarian hot, they call them, right? Sure. But around where I live, it's like marijuana for old people. They would like to see who can grow the hottest fucking peppers. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, like, these old guys, I swear to God, this is an honest guy truth. These old Italian guys will walk around, believe it or not, with fucking peppers in their pockets, like a pepper in their shirt pocket, like three or four peppers in their shirt pockets. So if you ever, like, hey, let me try one of those peppers, you know, they'll, they'll give you one, and you fucking try it. And these guys all live to be pretty fucking old. It's actually kind of weird. I wonder if it... Someone should do a study on uh, maybe eating hot peppers makes you live longer. But I've, he, I've this, heard that before. I've heard this before. guy comes into the liquor store. He, you know, we're just in there talking, and he gives my cousin a hot pepper, and he gives me a hot pepper, right? And yeah. we both just—they're little though. Then they're—they're, you know, they're Hungarian peppers. We eat them all the time, right? These Hungarian sure. wax peppers. 
But, so I ate mine, and it was it was hot, but it wasn't that hot. But my cousin ate his. Dude, he's, like, fucking coughing and hacking. His oh, face is so fucking bright right. I can still remember exactly what he looked like to this fucking day. It was so hot. He was, like, wow. coughing for, like, an hour. So I just want you to think about that before you take a big bite off this pepper. You know, I like the idea of that culture where these old Italian guys are walking around with peppers in their pockets. That'd be a great documentary. It's the crazy. Oh, you know what? It really would be a cool documentary. It would, like on the Vice Someone, Channel or whatever. I'm surprised that no one's ever, you know how they do, like Italian people or whatever on Nova or who the fuck knows what kind of PBS show, since they're the only ones that, like, bothered to do anything like that, that they haven't done something about, you know, how basically even how you don't even realize that these old guys probably have some kind of hand in crossbreeding peppers going way back when. Like I crossbreed marijuana strains, you know? Yeah, how's that going, by the way? Excellent. I can't complain. I can't complain. I'll send you a couple pictures of my latest latest crop. I think you'll be impressed. How's the, uh, the big venture? The big ventures moving forward slowly but surely. Uh, hopefully have the, the whole building up and running by October, I would wow. think. Wow. Knockwood. Crazy. So cool. Knockwood. 52,000 feet. Fawn River Cultivation. That's what it's called. Good Lord. So, uh, without further ado, do we? Do we? I think we do. I think we owe it to ourselves and to the listeners. Do we want to do it 17 minutes into the show? we got a long time to go. Uh, when are you, when are you wanting to do it? All right, let's set a time to do it. I'm just saying, what if we can't talk for 20 minutes after this? Then we're cheating the people. That's true. That's true. Good point. All right, we'll do it. Let's do it at, uh, what time is it around? Eight, seven. I do want to do it though, because I love to say so. I know I'm chomping at the bit, but that's kind of stupid. (laughs) Let's do it at 840. 840. Man, I don't know if I want to wait that long, because I really do want it. Um, yeah, but like you said, what if we eat it and it's fucking going crazy? Let's find something else to talk about for a minute. I have nothing in common with you, though. I know. It's like we barely know. Do you know what we do have in common? We're both what? going to see Tenacious D Man, on the 2nd of August, awesome. 2019. Front fucking row, baby. Front row. Have you been to St. Louis before? I've been through St. Louis. I've never actually been in St. Louis. Used to travel through St. Louis uh, on my way back, on my way driving to and from Indiana from Texas. Ah, well, I've never been through it or in it. So the the Arch of St. Louis is there. I don't know if you're familiar with the Arch. I'm gonna go there. On my Are flight, you? My itinerary. Okay, I guess I'm not invited to the Arch. That's cool. Did you go to the Arch? No, nope, I don't want to go now. I'll just sit in my hotel room and order room service since I can't go to the Arch. Okay. You can go to the art. I don't know what days you're going to be there. What days? I'll be there whenever you're there. I forgot. Oh, I'm going to be there first, August 2nd, 3rd. 1st, 4th. It's a short trip for me. 1st through 4th. Of course, I get there on the 1st, and then I leave on the 4th, so those days are kind of wasted. Right. Well, I will do the exact same thing. Now, the question is, are we going to get hyperspot tattoos while we're there? Are we? Should we? I've never seen Dude, I looked. I sent you the link to the hyperspot, or not to the hyperspot, to the, uh, the best tattoo parlors in the country in St. Louis, Missouri. Dude, I missed that. I totally missed that link. Send it to me again. I've goddamn guaranteed How does my voice sound today? Does it sound better? Does it sound crisper? Sounds pretty goddamn good. All right. Well, it's a lot of trouble to duke it up. That's all. No big deal. 
Okay. Good. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. So we should do that. We should decide what hyperslot tattoo we want. And I think we get matching. Where Where are you thinking to get a hyperslot tattoo? I was thinking like right here. Uh, I was thinking either the forehead or like across the bridge of my nose. There you go. I like it. I like slot. You should, dude. I'm gonna have Slothy's face tattooed on my face. So our eyes are exactly matching, and then I just am wearing Slothy's face. Dude, we're at the age and the point in our lives where we're never going to have to get another job, so why the fuck not? Right, good point, dude. Or open a bank account, or uh, get a loan for a new house, or any of the things that people with tattoos on their faces don't think about they have to do before they do them. Which is, there's a lot that they don't think about. Obviously, I'm thinking of, I was trying to think, I was discussing this with my wife. I was like, where would I get a tattoo? You know what I mean? I've always thought on a shoulder. Yeah, I was thinking the shoulder or see kind of back here on my back. But she's like, but if you get it on your back, you'll never be able to see it. I I would want to see it and I would want people to see it. Right, people sometimes. Is that what you said? Well, I mean, if I'm wearing a sleeve. But sometimes I'll wear a denim jacket with the sleeves cut off. Damn, dude. Is that like right before you get on stage and sing some Springsteen covers? Or when when are you normally doing that? Yeah, yeah. Let's throw back to my pro wrestling days. <laughs> cool. What was your stage name? The Hyper Slothy. <laughs> Whoa. That was an original one. Yeah, How did yeah. you do? Not well. Did That's you ever I mean. wrestle Mean Gene? Mean Gene Oakland? No, but he interviewed me a few times. Mean, I used to watch wrestling before it came so annoying that it got stupid. Like, I remember The Undertaker. Remember The Undertaker? Oh, yeah, of course. He's still in the game, I think, isn't he? What? There is no, not the original fucking Undertaker, I wouldn't say. I think so. I mean, he's old, but I think he's still in it. So he's still wrestling? He's there. Dude, that was you trying to be like Andre the Giant. When you were drinking those coronitas in Mexico, wasn't it? Were you like, <laughs> these beers are so little, I'll just pound 82 of them in a one car ride. Yeah, that's that's trouble, though, because you can pound 82 in a car ride and not realize it. Now, do you add the lime when you're in Mexico or not? Is that an American thing? Uh, well, we added the lime. We bought lime. So we added they say, fucking gringos, pinche gringos. No. But a, a few times when they got an Uber... Just to make sure people could pick us out, I did message the guy, Gringo Familia. <laughs> you did not. Yeah, family of gringos. Dude, you let know? me tell you something. You didn't need to do that because you had that hat on. They're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah think, the guy with the hat. Do you think the local, uh, what do you call them, Meridians, I guess? Are using Uber and stuff like that, or do you think that's basically just tourists that do that there? That's a good question. No, but there's a lot of fucking Ubers because everywhere we went, and I got an Uber. You know how it shows you like all the cars in the area. There's always a ton of cars. Well, that means what you don't realize that means everyone is an Uber driver. Well, that's what I mean. I'm driving in an Uber. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. They have to Everybody's like, why not Uber. get my Uber license? I mean, you might as well have your Uber license. What does it take? Uh, a license. <laughs> Pretty much. And what proof of insurance? I guess. Yeah, probably. In Mexico, probably not even that. Oh, that's a good point. Did you feel safe? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, actually, most of the uh, tourists that we saw were, like, tourists from other parts of Mexico. It would be like, you know, us going to New York. And you could tell so there was, wasn't a bunch of people from out of the country. Oh, no, no. It, it wasn't until we started to leave. And I guess it was a seasonal change in the traveling. I don't pay any attention to that. But we didn't see any other, like, you know, traveling gringos until like the last couple of days and we could see all these young hippie stupid looking backpackers walking around and we just saw a bunch more white people that were obviously tourists walking around but before you know for 12 or 13 days of the trip we were like the only white people there and uh it was cool. Most of the tourists we saw, because we, we hung out, some, we went to another hotel just to use their pool, and uh, I printed off a fake ticket to, like, you know, me? They, no, I didn't, but uh, the the hotel yeah, was packed. I, I hear that you did. You, you already messed it up. So, a ticket so you could use their pool, you found a copy of one online, and you printed it out? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, but I'm not. I was making it up. I didn't. They they would let you go in. You could pay to use the pool. And this was a big high rise. It was uh, not an embassy suite, but it was you know a big chain. And all the people there were just like rich Mexicans. You know, really? it wasn't there were any like you know gringos. So tell me about this hot Mexican waitress at the all you could eat place if you ordered beer. That's all you got to know. She's the hottest. <laughs> And uh, there were their uniforms were like tight white pants. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. were tight, but not white, and they could be seen. <laughs> really? Did they have a nice? Uh, were they decorated or were they a solid color? Um, I couldn't make out those details, but I couldn't make out the necessary outlines. That uh. A smiley face. Yeah, an upside down apple. It was. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, you are sick. <laughs> it was a good meal. I still can't believe that place. So the deal is, you get the food for free as long as you're drinking. Is that a real thing? Well, it's tapas, right? So right. It's like, uh, instead of getting like a, a basket of chips, they just keep bringing in these little enchiladas and burritos and uh, ceviche and all these other little dishes, and we you ate. Don't. You don't pay for them? No. I mean, as long as you're buying beer or something. How much was a beer then? Uh, American dollars. Oh, shit. I don't remember. I didn't pay attention, but it was comparable or, or less. We were drinking Coronas. So do you use cash beer. there? Yeah. Yeah. We use, well, no, you can use your card, too. But I just wondered, did you or did you just use cash? Both. Depends on where we were at. How nice the place was! Were you afraid that someone was going to abscond with your credit card information? No, well, there was no place that wasn't like nice. There was a couple of <laughs> hole in the wall places, but even like that place different. that sold the giant dildos was that a nice hole in the wall place? Dude, that was a huge like artisans market. <laughs> it was gigantic. So that is like some kind of fertility thing, or do people fuck themselves with those things? Uh, I'm assuming it's like a, a throwback to the Aztec Olmec fertility kind of thing. But I'm sure people have. Were they rubber or what were they made out of? No, they were like ceramic. Oh, they were? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's hard to tell in a picture, Rufus. 
Oh, it's hard. That's for I, sure. I prefer mine more veiny. That's what I was a little disappointed in. The, the quality of the vein was, was really not there. No. That's what I like about my hot dogs, too. Well, I'm good that you glad that you had a good trip and made it back safe and sound, even though you never made it to the cereal bar. No, I think the cereal bar was a cover for uh, stoners and potheads. Why do you say that? Because the door was kind of blacked out and dark, and everybody we saw going in there looked a little dazed. Really? Not my type of crowd. <laughs> oh, really? That's too bad. You know what? The good news is you're not their type of dude either. <laughs> no, man. I, I can just see you up. walking in there and everything goes, Ree! and like comes to a screeching halt. And they're like, gringo. Check out the hat on that gringo. Oh, shit. I'd be happy. If, if I hadn't been there with my wife and kid, I'd be all up in that place. And I'd be Did happy you smell pot smoke wafting out? Uh, not often. No, but a couple of times, yeah. Did you really smell pot when you were walking around down there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, not like all the time, but the right. couple times we passed, didn't get a whiff, yeah. But it was at the cereal bar, for real? Yeah. Question is, did you make it into Moe's? No, I never made it into Moe's. Oh, you never made it into Moe's bar. That is sad. I that thought wasn't... you would go in there just to tell them that they were breaking some kind of law. No, that, that place was like an hour bus right away. And uh, besides the, the painting... It looked like a place I might not want to use my credit card. Oh, there. really? That was, yeah. That's the trick there. They're like, get the gringos in, <laughs> get them drunk, and then steal their credit card information. Los Cantina del Mo. <laughs> Is that what it was called? I don't know. Adios MasterCard, I think, was in the fine <laughs> print. <Right>. Yes. <laughs> so you were free to drink the water or not down there? I guess I saw a lot of bottled water. A lot of bottled water, you never know. I mean, they have bottled water there, just like Nicaragua. They deliver, there's a service that delivers the big jugs that you put on a water deal to drink. Uh, there's water in the same. We brush our teeth with it and put shower, and I'm sure I ingested lots of pinworms. Or, and so you uh, won't know for a couple more years what is right. really going on with that water, so who cares? It's, all, it's laying eggs in my brain right now, but it won't pass. I, you know what's funny is I like your eyes look different tonight. For some reason, like there's something crawling. You ever watch that show? It was growing inside me. Yeah, dude. Oh no, I was talking about the porno. Sorry, I guess we got our wires crossed. They're both good. <laughs> but that it gets it's growing inside me. The TV show, not the porno. Even though that's probably be a good premise for a porno now. Oh but, yeah, uh, it's really good. I can feel it growing inside of me. But uh, monsters inside me was not. Oh yeah, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. That's right. And you just see these people like I couldn't see out of my left eye. There was like a shadow. And then for some reason, these people are always living with these conditions for like four years. Yeah. Were they? And then I thought maybe I should go see someone since I could no longer see out of my right eye at all. (laughs) You know what I mean? The doctor just wouldn't look and pulled a nine-foot worm out of my eyeball. It does seem like it takes a long time for these people to reach panic mode. But you know what's funny, though? If you have anything wrong with you and go to the doctor, they don't do anything for you anyways. They're like, come back in three months, come back in three months, come back in six months. Well, that's how they make their money is getting it. I know. It's like getting. It's like when you go for an oil change, and they're like, yeah, you like the filter today? How are those wipers doing? I had a guy <laughs> recently 
what, what does the wipers have to do with an oil change? And they're like, what a great markup on a fucking wiper. I mean, because <laughs> yeah. you know what? At an oil change place, there's no fucking prices for anything but an oil change. And that's yeah. how my wife comes home with a $200 bill from getting an oil from getting a $40 oil change. Well, they said the filter needed clean, which is a filter you get for like $3 at the anywhere else in there it's like 29 bucks. They have no business their job is oil changes. They certainly have no business dealing with the windshield and the wipers. That's none of their fucking business. <laughs> you got to go someone should open up a chain of places called Wipers or Us. It'd be like if I went to the proctologist and he said, "Looks like you got a cavity." I mean, but he had an anal cavity. Well, I mean, like a tooth cavity. It's like it's none of your fucking, it's not your, your expertise. Right. No. Change the oil. Don't look at my goddamn fucking windshield wipers. Well, right. and they, they do everything else. They're like, the one guy said to me, did you get your, he was like mad. He said, did you get your differential oil changed someone else, by, somewhere else? And I'm like, No. I was like, no, I, I did. I said, unless the differential oil fairy came and changed it, I did not. He's like, looks awful clean. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I didn't cheat on you at right, Drive and Shine. You know, obviously, I barely have enough gumption to bring it here and get the oil changed. Definitely not going somewhere else and getting it done. This is how many episodes of Seinfeld were written, I think. Did you... uh? I watched this thing a couple days ago, a couple months ago. Did I send you the link? It was like a link to a, a guy who they went, they sent these people undercover to get their oils changed. No, right? I And it was like behind the scenes how they try to rip you off because this one guy worked there and he's like, I've had enough of ripping people off. So he calls the local news place and is like, this is how they're ripping people off. So they send a bunch of undercover shit. And these, it's a dirty game. The oil business is a dirty game, my friend. I mean, they're really? selling people like $300, $400 worth of shit because they get paid a percentage of the upsell, right? So you go in for your $40 oil change, they turn it into something. They got like all these code words they use to, for the other guy, to the other guys that are like, check the blah, 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 you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, yeah, your your engine could seize up at any moment. Oh, good thing you brought it in, you know what I mean? They're oh, like, so ballistic. <laughs> You need a $500 tune-up. God bless. Uh, They're just trying to feed their kids, Rufus. Yeah, sure. Yeah, their kids and their habits. Right. And they're, yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that because a lot of guys said, yeah, you know, uh, because they don't hire, like, let's just say that the people they hire to do those jobs on the upsell are not the upper crust of society. They're guys that are willing to do a little wheel and deal. And one guy's like, yeah, I've been on pills for 29 years and, this well, is the only thing that. I ever found out that I was good at. Really, that I was good at. It's <laughs> the honest living. Oh, wait, no, it's not. It's not an <laughs> honest living, but it's a living. But uh, I suggest that you find that. So next time you go and get your oil change, you can see them trying to fucking put you through the ringer. I will. You know what? And I used to change my own oil, but getting rid of the oils is much of a fucking pain in the ass is getting your oil changed. I used to take that, but we have a river nearby. Oh, cool, dude. Yeah, I used to just dump it into the ground, and then I'm like, wait a minute, we're on well water. I would just dump it in my neighbor's trash can. Where do you dump it? Let's be honest. Have you ever changed your own oil? Actually, I have it in years. Same thing. I mean, like, what do you do with it? You're stuck with a another project. <laughs> right. You know, you know what? I was helping a guy 
move into a place, right? And like it was a the whole house was cleaned out or whatever. But in the garage, this guy was like a guy that changed his own oil, I guess. And he had left behind like fucking 20 yeah. gallons of fucking used oil. When we moved into this place in our, our shed out back, there were like mason jars full of oil. <laughs> okay. You're just good. It'll it. be good for something someday. Sure. They're good for throwing on the fire. That's what you need to do with it. Just burn it. Oh, I watched this, uh, this, uh, Louis Anderson, the the comic today. I watched this. Hard to believe he's still alive, but he is, isn't he? He is. He's, he's in his sixties, but he did uh, this stand up routine thing, and it was uh, really a storyteller's kind of deal. It's cool. It's a show on Comedy Central. I forget what it's called. Um, but he told the story about when he was a kid growing up in the sixties, that his dad would go down to the gas station to get, I forget the name of it, but it was basically reclaimed oil. They would take oil that they took out of cars and put it through a strainer, and you could buy it for, like, half the price. Used oil. Not a bad idea. So waiting for the punchline, but okay. Good one. Good one, Louis Anderson. What the fuck? That's what he's telling people? No wonder he hasn't been on TV in fucking 40 years. Last time I saw him, he was on the love boat, or Fantasy Island, one of the two. (laughs) I think I think they they uh I think actually if I recall it was the love boat and they ended up harpooning him off the starboard bow. No, I I, I thought that they lassoed him and had him uh, pull the pull the cruise ship in the bay. <laughs> what? The, if I saw him recently, didn't he lose a bunch of weight or did he not lose a bunch of weight? He looks a lot different. No, he looks exactly the same but older and fatter. And like, but he's like super angry. Now, is, I think I saw something where he, like, went fucking ballistic and, like, got mad at a bunch of people. I don't know. The thing I saw, he looked pretty chipper and happy. Did he? Maybe he found God. I bet he probably found God. That solves all problems. And a box of bear claws. <laughs> well, that solves all problems, too. He found his Bible yeah. under a box of bear claws. <laughs> well, Rufus, do you know what time it is? Oh, dear God. All right. Let's do no, it. We got two minutes. So, anyways, well, uh, my vacation was uneventful. I don't know if I sent you any pictures of it, but I did you buy a hammock. A... Did oh. you see any pictures of my feet in the hammock? And your feet in the hammock? No, you sent me a picture of uh, some poolside burbs. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did send that. And I did not send you a picture of my hammock? Dude, this vacation i decided i was getting a hammock right hammocks are fucking awesome oh my god dude you know how people have like that beach life t-shirt and salt light t-shirt i was like man we should invent a whole line of clothes called hammock life hammock life is the way to go dude hammocks are awesome i'm not even kidding i'm I'm not not either i mean i like every day i would go get in this hammock and like before i knew it the whole day was shot dude it's like like the whole day in the hammock it's like you're back in the womb it's just something so nice about a hammock. And the way it swings, I don't know. I fell in love. I fell in love with hammocks on that trip. It swings, and it's usually outside, so you got to breathe. Oh, yeah. See, let me show you where I had my hammock. I'm going to send you a thing, and we can post this on the website if we ever think about it. But, uh, God damn it. Do you mind if I send you a picture of me in my hammock? It won't be me. It'll just be my feet, but it'll be the view from the hammock. No, go ahead and send it to me. Yeah, I think you're going to be pretty impressed where this hammock was situated. 
I think you'd be a little jealous that you were in Mexico eating free tapas and drinking beer while I'm in a fucking kick-ass hammock. Are you sending it to a iMessage? No, I'm just going to send it to your phone. But now, for some reason, my picture started back at 2014 on my phone. Oh, you don't have your phone, or what's the problem there? Why are you complaining? No, I was kidding. I've got uh, iMessage on my MacBook. So that's the same as my phone. So you can see your phone then, right? Well, I can see whatever you send me to my phone will pop up on my MacBook. Here, I'll send you this picture of me luxuriating in my hammock that my wife so kindly took for me on Father's Day, I do believe. Oh, snap. Snapchat. I put this as my Snapchat picture. Do you have Snapchat? No. Me neither. Wow, look at you. That looks like a postcard. Here's my view when I was in the hammock. And I, my toenails have been cut since this picture was taken. Just so I you was going to say, they look like Fritos. <laughs> yeah, I was picking some cheese out to uh, to snack while I was in the hammock. This is a little video for you of, of me in the hammock. I can see how pirates loved hammock, too, because I didn't know this until I watched. You ever see that show, Black Sails? No. Well, it's a show. I can't remember if it's on Netflix or something. Hell of a good show, dude. Let me recommend that to you as, like, something to watch. Yeah, I think it had, like, four or five seasons. Man, what a great fucking, I guess you'd call it a series. But, uh, man, it was all about, like, uh, the early years of the Bahamas and whatnot. You know what I mean? And pirate ships. And it's it's a great show. But these guys, they you know, I didn't know this until I watched your show, but hammocks are where, like, the crew slept on hammocks underneath like in a ship right because the hammocks would kind of stay ah, even while the boat swayed interesting, interesting yeah see i did not know that and i was like oh no wonder that yeah, makes a lot of fucking a whole sense place called hammocks i should open up a hammock store at the mall you should or online hammocks.com hammock <laughs> you know there's got to be a hammocks.com but it's probably like hammocks and what else Let's look. Let's check out hammocks.com. Hammocks and Crocs. Hammocks.com. It's gonna be hammocks and. <gasps> oh my God, Rufus. What? There is no hammocks.com. Shut up. Let me make sure I spelled hammocks right. H a m m o c k s, right? Yes. How can there be no? Oh, I need to do an h t t p s and all that shit probably. This site can't be reached is what I get. Are you kidding me? Hammocksfor.com is for sale? Wait, for how much? It's got a premium domain. Myhammocks.com, Swings and Things, your number one source for hammock chairs and hammocks. Because I have hammock chairs in my yard, which are another fucking awesome thing. You ever have a hammock chair? I've never heard of a hammock chair. Oh, my God, dude. They're so cheap. And then you just hang them from a tree, and they're awesome. What? Yes. Hammock chairs are awesome. You're redefining my uh, lounging state of mind. Dude, if I, if I would have known about hammocks when we lived at Roehampton, we would have had nothing but hammock chairs and fucking hammocks <laughs> throughout the whole house. Okay, hammock chairs look good. They look like uh, like what you cradle a baby in, but adult size. Kind of, yeah, exactly. Maybe that's why I like it so much. The funny <laughs> thing is, I find myself shitting my pants. 
every time I'm in it too. I'm like, oh, hold me, mommy. Well, I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> yes, that's what hammock chairs are good for. They have a hole in the bottom. You just shit right out the bottom. With the doors on the beach, right there on the sand. <clears throat> that's true. You just cover it like a dog. All right. Well, we put it off long enough. <sighs> yeah, we have. Um, so, so, did you bring any backup to like anything to eat? No, I got some beer to drink. My wife up. got me a few small pieces of cheese that she thought might help. Unfortunately, I've been snacking on them throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Ready? I'm ready. Go, folks. I know me and Rufus are not the first people to invent this, but we're going to be the first people to make this eating a jalapeno look totally painful. All right, let's do it. Yeah. We're we're the, we're the first ones who were actually... The whole oh. thing, right? The whole thing. Stem to stern. Hey, that's a big one. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's what she said. No, she didn't. One bite down. That bite wasn't too bad. Pretty zippy. That's a thick jalapeno. Look at that. Look at that. That might start to feel it a little bit. Look at that. Whoa. The more cheese, the deeper down you get. Yeah, that's where it's getting spicy. <clears throat> Seriously, I think the pain with this is going to happen below the belt. Wow, it tastes so good, though. It does. You know what? <laughs> this lady, I'm not going to drink anything. <clears throat> this lady, at my wife's works like a Mexican lady. And she drops off food there, right, like a couple times a week. Like, you can order stuff, and she'll bring it from her house. She makes the best fucking torta. It's like as big as your fucking head. For 10 bucks, you get a steak torta that, I swear to God, is like weighs like two pounds. And you also get beans and rice, right? Wow. And uh, she makes this sauce, dude, that I don't – I to me, it seems like it's nothing but – jalapeno and salt and maybe some cilantro and it is so fucking good this stuff that sounds good i mean you can't even get enough of it all right are you hurting there <sighs> my tongue's on fire I mine was actually pretty mild i feel like i got gypped a little bit i don't like you my tongue is hurting <laughs> i'm about to go get another one please do all right so give me one minute i'll go get another one holy shit Tasted so good though. My tongue is both numb and painful. Wow, I don't see how they do it on shows like uh, Hot Ones, because this is just a jalapeno and it's ridiculous. Holy shit! All right, let's calm down a bit. The saliva. My body is kicking into reaction mode. Oh, my God. All right, I'm back. Wow. So much. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm scared because it has, guess what? What? It's red. Dryation. Oh, shit. Wow. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, shit. My mouth is boiling over with saliva. 
I mean, it's not that painful, but it's enough to make me. It's like it's hard to talk. Oh, that one's hot. <laughs> oh, fuck. This one's way hotter. Oh, shit, Rupus. Woo! Hello. Are we stepping up the game for the next show? One more no. bite. I'm up for it, if you are. I don't know. Wow. Let's move on to Serrano's. They're easy to get. Whew. You do a Serrano? I'll do a Serrano. Good God. I don't see. I, I was saying, I don't know if you could hear me, but uh, like, I don't see how people do shows like Hot oh. Ones where they, ah. they go way beyond this. How? That was hurt. I mean, my... My tongue and my lips aren't in that much pain, but they're, like, hard to use. I can feel it, dude. You know what's burning for me? The back of my fucking nose is on fire right now. Yeah, I got some snot. Like, up towards the back of my nose and, like, the top back of my mouth where I can't, like, reach it. The sides of my tongue. <laughs> Why did I join you? I was perfectly fucking content. And now I've, like, ruined the next 12 hours. Woo! Uh, Rufus? Wow. I'm going to have to blow my nose. Yeah, my nose is wrong, too. Uh, did you see that Aubrey Plaza eat those wings? Well, yeah, of course I did. You said that to me. She is so fucking hot. I mean, I, I know that she's got, like, this angry attitude or whatever, but, man, she's fucking hot. She's not just hot, but she's cool. She's way cool. I don't think that angry attitude is so much angry as just her. It's an act, obviously. Oh, fuck, Rufus. What? That water made it like fucking ten times worse. How was that? Uh, I don't know. Oh, my God. That was a big fucking mistake. Oh, my lips are fucking burning for real. Close your eyes. Help me. Help me. I'm going to do like Aubrey Plaza and drink water, milk up my nose. That was pretty funny. I'm surprised she was the first person that thought of that, honestly. Yeah, me too. Well, so let's talk about Hyperslot's new song, the song that we're going to sell. Yeah, how does it go? I mean, I know that I got the music. It goes like this. Na, 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 na. I don't know. How does it go? Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the chorus, the part I came up with last night, I was listening to it, I'm like, maybe it does suck. Maybe I was wrong about that. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Let me, let's hear it real quick. I'm the gonna chord progression is the shit. <clears throat> I was talking about the little lead bass thing I was working Woo! on. I was obviously extremely high on Blue Dream. Yeah, it works. The, the concept is there, though. You know what I will do? What? I will bring your cartridges to... Uh, St. Louis. Thank you. Can you hear it? Yeah. Why am I working so hard for your retirement, Rufus? Let us ask ourselves that. Because I love you, buddy. Oh, shut up. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I turned that other part off. Hold on. Oh, ow. I 
I've been messing around with different guitar sounds to try to figure out which one would be good there. Dude, Garage Band is awesome. It really is. It's, it's I don't do anything except Garage Band. I can't believe I can't wait to hear what you do with this. My Garage Band skills suck, but uh, yours are superior. All right, so here you want me to show you the chords to that? Yeah, I do. I was gonna actually text you when I I listened to it and be like, what are the chords? But you know what? I thought I was like, he'll think I'm dumb. I should know the chords by how it sounds. I was like, I'm not gonna ask him. I should well, be able to figure it out. I would have thought you would know the chords by the way it sounds, but I, that's what I said. That's what I mean. I was like, right. I can't ask him. You do a G. I think this is called an ad four. Right? You can see that? <laughs> it's the only good G to do, basically. Thank you. Thank you very much. So it goes. It is. G. G. Yep. E. Okay. Add four. Try these two. No, that's, I know that. I know that. I do. I use that all the time. All right. Oh, no, no wonder I loved it. Then. I don't know if they call the head for a suspended seven. That's it. Awesome. Man, if I had a guitar nearby, I'd play some lead or something. Alright, so. Now, the weak-ass lyrics that I came up with, remember, we're trying to sell this song, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little okay. cheesy. The lyrics are a little cheesy. Are we trying to sell it like we wrote a song, somebody else sing it, or are we trying to... Okay, cool. Yeah, or what were you saying? Well, I, I was making a differentiation between <laughs> are we trying to sell it to, like, somebody else to do, or are we going to be like, we're doing it, and we're going to be famous with it? Well, you know, and I was thinking about that earlier, too, because it's like you hate to write one and give it away that's a super good one. But then again, you open up the market. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, think about all these people that do that. Like this oh, yeah. lady and all these people that make a shitload of money doing that. And then eventually they're like, okay, now I'm just going to fucking do my own shit. And right. who say that we don't, like, save the right to do our own song, right? I mean, can you do that? We can work that out with lawyers and stuff. But yeah, yeah you know, we, we keep our hypersaw stuff goofy and nonsensical and kind of fun. Right. We can that write funny. To sell. That's exactly what I was thinking about. I was I was vacuuming the floor in the studio today, right? And I was thinking exactly like that. I'm like, it would be weird because then say that we like we like Tenacious D and we like what they do, right? And then you, like, find out later that Tenacious D, like, has a bunch of serious stuff. You're like, eh, yeah, right. I don't like that part of Tenacious D. Maybe what we do is we have Hypersloth and Hypersloth Publishing, and then if we ever decide to have, like, a real side of things, we come up with another band name and just do it under another name. I agree. I agree. That's oh. what the guy from Blur did with, like, the Gorillas, right? Uh, they, I don't know. Gorillas are pretty fucking awesome. Right. My daughter loves the gorillas. She was giving me the whole backstory on the gorillas the other day. Oh, I remember when they came out in like 2007. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Well, the whole deal is it's just a made up band. The, it's the lead guy from Blur wrote all that music himself and, and made up four characters. 
right? And then he got together with the animator guy, and they came up with like the whole gorilla backstory and all the videos and shit. When I uh, when when they first came out, I was working uh, as office manager for this health insurance company, and the guy who worked for me was this dude who was older than me, but he was way into animation. He was actually going to school for animation, and he loved that fucking video. And he could draw the shit out of those characters. He ended up doing some voices for, like, anime and stuff. Really? But, yeah. My and, daughter is huge into animation, and she's been drawing all those characters. She loves right. Murdoch Nichols. That's, like, the bad guy. That's the guy who's, like, the origin of the group, I guess. She gave me – we were – my daughter, this this vacation, my daughter wanted to be in the ocean the whole time, right? Yeah. My wife won't go in the ocean. She's afraid of the ocean. There was actually a shark attack, two shark attacks. Less than 40 miles where we were from. But you know what? I said, fuck it. We're going in the fucking ocean. So we spent like every day just floating in the ocean, like diving through waves. And my daughter told me all about the backstory of the gorillas. That's awesome. How they were created. So I could go into that with you here, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to leave that to you. But it's interesting. The guy Murdoch Nichols did start the whole man. And it all started because he drove through the front of a record store and put the other guy that's in, the, like, the lead guy in a coma. Wow. And had to, like, take care of him for, like, a couple months. And then the, the uh, guitar player girl was mailed to them in the mail. Wait, okay, wait, this is the invented backstory, or this is no, shit that happened? this is the real, this is the backstory for the gorillas. What? Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, are you serious? She's like, oh, yeah, it's like a whole thing. It's a whole story. It's lore. Wow. Gorilla's lore. The lore, ooh. The lore of the gorillas. Is it canon? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> canon. You know, I can't wait till we get our hyperslot tattoos, dude. I really can't. I can't either. We have to decide what to get. I'm tempted to say... Just the guy with the keyboard? I'm tempted to say that, or the original hyperslot design with the soft holding up the banner that says hyperslot on it. That might be too big. That'd be this? That. Yeah. There's your lore. That's your lore, sir. Wow. Fucking lore. Can you believe I still have that? I was just thinking about that today. I've got one, too, but damn, it's not funny. What? How long ago? 20... Don't say it. Don't say it all out. 23 years ago since I was putting tape on this thing, and we made our first uh, Hypersloth t-shirt. Wow. So crazy. Dude, that would sell it for like a twelve million bucks. Well, that's that right there is my retirement plan. So you just go ahead and forget about it. I hope you got one because when we're splitting up man shit, that's mine, brother. We're on the same page. So we're gonna take it into the VIP? What are we gonna do in the VIP, Rufus? Maybe uh, a little Jeopardy? I was gonna say Jeopardy, yes. All right, folks. This is the double Z. Follow us into the VIP. How do you like that, Rufus? I am. Of course, we got more time than usual to get you to the VIP right now. But, folks, get yourself a drink, cold drink. Rufus looks like he needs a cold drink. Again, those those ones I got must have been pretty fucking tame. But uh, we'll see you in the VIP.
bigger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the VIP part of the show. This is where the double Z and the room tell you what's really. Oh, God dang it. What's going Dude, on, but... Rufus? She tricked us. We got 10 Dude. seconds left in the regular show. Do people hear that, or is it just us, that, that stupid British cunt? Well, they're going to hear it because it probably comes over my microphone. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? So they do hear it. But, okay, now we're into the VIP part of the show, folks. Thanks for joining us in the VIP. This is the double Z. This is Rufus in the VIP. Have you noticed that I've been signing my emails, dub Z? No, I have not. Have you sent me an email? We always text. Oh, my God, dude. What is going you on? You sent me a Hightail email that I get from Hightail. Yeah, but they still have notes with them. You're like every dude that I work with that never uh-huh. reads uh-huh. any of his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, so you don't read my clever notes. I didn't know there were notes. I thought you were sending a file. So I'm, just, I'm eager to see the file, so I click the file. I get All the hell out of the email. Well, I won't waste my time with any more witty banter on the notes then. Save your witty banter for text. Well, usually on the note I say something about the file. That's what is disturbing to me. And I know I don't know why people never read them because I do send a lot of shit via Hightail to these idiots that I work with. And they're always like, I'm like, well, did you read the fucking note? No. You know what's, you know what's crazy is I don't kind of blame them because when I get a link from Hytale, I'm thinking it's just a file link. Yeah. I, I don't think it's – they don't make – they don't format them like it's got a personal message. It's like, this is Hytale. Here's a link to what you need. Yeah, and a lot of people have trouble with those links. Do you have trouble with the links too? No, I just click them and get some shit. You're not a retard. Thank God. No. Because half the people well, I said you're like – I don't, it's downloading, I don't know where it went. I'm like, well, check your fucking downloads. Where's that? Okay, goodbye, you're fired. Let me email you a tutorial. Uh, That's what they want. Honest to God, I can tell you right now that I have had guys that I spent like an hour on the fucking phone with trying to explain to them how to do like the most rudimentary shit on their computers. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why is this my fucking job? Call your tech guy. Have him explain this shit to you. You know, can you just tell me? They're too embarrassed to go and talk to, like, whoever their tech guy is. So I am, like, I guess some kind of, I don't know, some kind of remote tech guy that's expected to tell you how to fucking live your life on the computer. It sounds like uh, 90% of interactions I have with Steve Harvey people. Oh, my God. You know what's so funny you say that? Because I was just. Right before the show, Family Feud was on, and I was going to ask you, what up, Steve Harvey? Really? Oh, yeah. I'm still doing this stuff, but they are... Uh, I love them to death. I love them to death. I emailed them yesterday after the, the earthquake. So I was like, are you guys okay? And they emailed back, yeah, we're fine. Thanks for checking in. But when it comes to like anything technological or anything related to marketing, they're dumb as fucking bricks, which is crazy because they're in charge of both. And I don't know how that happens. Yes, you do. I guess I do. I don't know, but I know they're making a hell of a lot more money than me, and I'm. You're got, doing jobs for them. I'm. I got the rudder in my hand. <laughs> you know. You should fucking call them up and be like, "Look, I want double the money, or Steve Harvey gets it." And by I'm thinking about, I, we steer this ship right into the fucking coral reef. 
And why got I got Steve Harvey's fucking GoDaddy account and email address. I'm thinking about just emailing him and being like, dude, I am handling this shit. Oh, I know. Can you believe it? he's like paying two people a hundred grand a piece? Oh, it's more than two nothing. people. Oh, it's more really? People. Oh, fuck yeah. It's like. Question. Hey. What is Steve Harvey wearing? I don't fucking know. That's what do you mean, dude? It's part a, of the website. A purple suit. An oversized purple suit. Where does he get his haircut? On a yacht. How often does he trim his mustache? Uh, never. Does he only date white women? Well, he's married to a black gal. Oh, is he? But he dates white women. Of course he does. Of course he does. Anyway, let's kick Alexa into gear because I I was itching for some Jeopardy. I know it sounds stupid. But One thing first, all right? Oh, another jalapeno, please. Yeah. Yeah, party. Alexa, Welcome. stop. Welcome. Huh. That was fun. Let's try another. One of the most played games is me. Alexa, game. shut up. Do you want to try it? I'll pick a game category. Alexa, play hyper slot. Uh-oh. I didn't quite get that. A popular game this week is question of the day. Do you want to try it or pick a game category? No. Would you like chop games, echo button games, game show games, or to hear more game categories? Alexa, play Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune? Okay. Does not get cute. Want to try your luck? Ask Alexa to spin the Wheel of Fun, and she will give you a random tidbit, everything from funny advice to amazing facts. Do you want to try it? Yes. Gotcha. Here's Wheel of Fun. It's a random fact? I will spin the Wheel of Fun for you. Get to it already. Whatever this fact is, we can debunk it. I asked the Wheel of Fun for an idea, and it says you should get a dose. What's worse than finding a worm in your apple? Finding half a worm. Wow, she's got a fucking delivery like nobody's business, doesn't she? Wow, this is some vaudeville level shit. Yes. Okie dokie. <laughs> Quit trying to be funny. A robot sounding casual is Time. uncomfortable. Time for a compliment. Your voice is magnificent. I'm getting the creeps. Let's give her one more chance. One more chance. Yes. I will spin the wheel of fun for you. That's so, so ominous. Let's see. I spun the wheel of fun, and it says it's time for a compliment. This is horrible. You're one of a kind. I mean, I know that. Okay, Alexa, stop. Man, that was weak. Whoever invented that should be fired. And that costs, what, $400? <laughs> the person that came up with Wheel of Fun probably got paid like $20 million. Uh, I hope he's fired and living in a cave. He should be. That was awful. I mean, I don't mean, why make that? Why make that? 
we will fuck you. Okay. You know what we forgot to do? Go through the lyrics for this new song. Okay. Now, keep in mind that these can be adjusted. What are the lyrics? Oh, I thought we were doing Jeopardy still. Oh, <laughs> nicely done. Okay. What is uh, going down the lonely road? Got my bags in tow. Beautiful. Looks like I'm left to pick myself up again. Now, it kind of works for the melody. You'll see. It paints a story. All, all, all right, you're dropped into a story. There's something happening that's it's got some history to it. All right, you're right, because listen <laughs> to this. Uh, uh, every time I think it's fine, you go and change your mind and say we can always be friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's starting to take its toll, your game of rock and roll. Do you get that? Do you see what I'm doing there? A little playing words, kind of. I see what you do there. Uh, starting to feel it deep in my soul. Ooh, I like the rock and roll reference. We're getting deep on this one, dog. Well, you're talking about it's rock and roll, like the whole relationship is like it's rock and yes, roll. Yes, thank the you. What's going on? Yes, exactly. Thank. We're, I we're got it. Dialed in, baby. We're fucking dialed in, bro. Dialed in. So where do we sell this song at when we get it to where we need it to be? Um, we'll we should get a fucking agent. Let's get an agent. What is stopping us from having an agent? Not knowing how to get an agent. I will Google how to get an agent, and we will do it live on the show, <laughs> and we will tell said agent that we have this show, and that he is live on the show right now while we're trying to hire an agent. We should so for the agent. That's fucking go. I guarantee you, if if we call somebody on the show, an agent, live on the show. They'll either hang up or sign us. All right. We got really nothing to lose. To be we honest. don't. Really, that's what's said. We both have regular jobs, so what are they going to do? I got a feeling we're going to get signed. I got a feeling we'll get... We'll find an agent, dude. There's agents out there that fucking rep fucking retarded people, and we're fucking brilliant, so... Fuck them. Maybe we should start there. Well, you know what we should do, dude? Let's do this. Let's just start at the fucking very top. Right, we'll call fucking William Morris. Yes, we'll call the William Morris agent. Why not? Won't cost us anything. We'll call William Morris, right? And then if they reject us, if, that's a big if. Big if. We will call the next Lowe's and say, well, we've been in talks with the William Morris agency, but we're willing, you know, we didn't, we weren't really exactly excited about what we heard there. We'd like to hear if you have any plans. Way to paint that spin. I like that. That's not a lie. That's not, not a lie. It's not a lie. It's a shame. You're right. Shame. Dude, let's do that. Let's make a whole documentary on us fucking getting what we deserve, really, when it comes down to it. I mean, Dude. think about it. We get an agent, right? Okay, maybe they're the William Morris agency. Maybe they're the second best William Morris agency. But then we pitch them the whole fucking thing. The laundry lock. The fucking the <laughs> non-pluckable toilet. You know what I mean? We got more than fucking... We're hypersloth, dude. We're like a fucking thing. We're not one thing. Dude. We're a lot of fucking things. Apps, mobile apps, and shit. Right? Yeah. Stuff. yeah, we have an app for panhandling. How many people have come up with an app for fucking panhandling? 
I mean, these are shit. You could sell advertising on a panhandling app. I guarantee Marlboro would be fucking interested. Any of the alcohol companies would be interested. Probably the tent people or the the uh, maybe the free sock people. They'd probably want to bite of that apple. That would be gold on YouTube. If we literally did that and called and tried to get meetings and recorded it, oh, that goes huge. We could do Skype meetings, right? We don't have to fly to L.A. We, I mean, this is like a meeting now. You know what I mean? This is like a meeting. Dude, I ain't flying nowhere, man, unless somebody's paying for it. Here's the other thing. I'm going to do the meetings from my office in Michigan, like my real office instead of the studio. Well, I guess I could do the studio, too, because it looks pretty impressive if I take this background down. And there's guitars all around, right? But I also want to have it look like we're out looking over, like, a giant city. You know what I mean? Like downtown New York or somewhere. This is a green screen. I get a green screen. I know, and I've tried that. It doesn't work with Skype. Have you tried that? No. Not on Apple. It won't work. I've tried it. It sucks. Very annoying. So put that on your to-do list, dude. You know what I'm going to do right now? Start making a list. I'm going to Google the William Morris Agency. Do it. Think they got an 800 number? I mean, we have to just call them, right? There they are, WME. The uh, the 800 number is going to be for schmucks. Hey, we're we're calling it. We're starting, we're fucking bootstrapping this motherfucker. So we can afford to call the long distance line. Here we go. Are we calling New York City? Are we calling Will- Beverly Hills, Nashville? Maybe we call Nashville, dude. That's what I'm thinking. We're closer to Nashville. Yeah. I'd be put on another magazine. Hey, we're hyperslaw. Come on, dude, man. Not even that. We could be like, dude, we got a fucking kick-ass song. I mean, I don't want to say that this for sale song is kind of a little bit country, kind of a little Fuck bit it. fucking rock and roll, baby. Dude, dude it, it's a Nashville song. That's for sure. It, it, I got the Nashville sound going in that one. I got Nashville portions through my veins. You're all Nashville. So we need that song needs a chorus or not? Yeah, it needs a chorus, right? Or is that the chorus? I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to figure that out. That's well, those are three. Those were three. That's the age old question. Verses. That rock and roll line. Three verses. Oh, you can turn that into a chorus. Oh, maybe we can turn that into the chorus. That's chorus worthy. I mean, that's that's pretty damn close to it because it's so Dude, metaphoric. If we get one song sold in fucking Nashville, you just fucking turn on the money faucet then because you're like, oh yeah, we wrote another half-ass song that we spent fucking ten minutes on. Look at the genius of it and go, go with it and give us our millions of fucking dollars. Yeah. I don't want you to think that I did spend. I spent more than ten minutes on this song. Okay, I spent at least. Well, you see that how professionally produced it is, so you know that it's uh, you know I want all that stuff replaced. That was just my little bit of it's a scratch track, the, right? The way called scratch track. Is that what just called scratch track in the biz? Okay, I'll remember that for our first talk with William Morris. Okay, well, you, you know, learned that now. Was when we listened to the presence of the United States of America and they had their demo tape on there. Remember when we listened to that? That's such a good band. On the yeah. Show? And I was like, they got a record deal from that. Right. He had our song, uh, Internet Love Song, sounded like it was fucking mastered. It's the content that matters, not the production. And the thing is, we got right. content fucking locked down, dude, because we're mm-hmm. genius. Uh, the ideas and the lyrics that come out of this collab are... I, dude, I'm, I'm sorry, your lyrics are genius. 
I just want to say that out and out. Your lyrics are genius. If you want to work on a different, whole different set of fucking lyrics for this thing, go for it. I don't, that, I'm not a, attached to that at all. This is just a scratch everything. No, no, no. I'm attached to it. I'm attached to it. Well, we're going to need some more then. We probably need a couple more verses. Well, we, we need a chorus. So you know what? Let's take the next week. You listen to the song over and over. I listened to it for like eight hours last night when I was smoking weed. I'm just going to tell G- you. G-G-D-E-C. Okay, so the chorus yes. writes itself. It's got to be made out of the it'll, – it'll, it'll come. It'll come. But let's do it next week for sure. Get the All chorus right. locked down. At least the rest, the progression. See, now you got me thinking about that rock and roll as a metaphor for a relationship. Maybe it is, uh, okay, we could do it in the verse, but then can we bring that same metaphor into the chorus? I don't see why not. Right? I don't know how to do it, but yeah, of course. All right, let's be thinking about that. Let's be thinking about that. Put that on your scratch pad. Mm, I am, actually. And next week we will call... I mean, even if we have to leave a message with the William Morris agency, right? Because they're probably not going to be open Saturday night, but we'll be like, hey, this is Rufus. And you'd be like, hey, this is Zigzag. Or I'll, you, you say Rufus, I'll say Zigzag, since that's kind of how it goes. That'll work. Yeah. Hypersloth, uh, we're looking for some, some representation. We got songs. We got we You need got, us. Right, you need us. We're the future of the future. <laughs> we even have shirts that say it. So that makes it true. And then we'll just play the song into the voicemail until it goes out. We'll play all ours. We'll, I guarantee you someone will want to hear what we've got. Why would they not? Well, I'm just saying, if it's your job, right, and you're a talent scout, what if you pass up on the fucking next big thing because you're like, yeah, I didn't feel like hearing it? That would You would be really fucking stupid to not oh, yeah. open the file and listen to it. And then we will infect their computer malware surely, that gives us all their credit card numbers. Surely anyone in that position is curious enough to be like, i got to see what the fuck this is. <laughs> I mean, you would think so. Yes. Oh, we should find out, dude. We should find out if there's a certain I – mean, i got to almost guarantee that there is, that there's a certain, like, uh, musical phrase that, like, puts people in a trance almost. <laughs> brainwash people with our music. I, I know that you think I'm joking, but you understand what I'm saying? Like there, no, might, I'm be because I'm there might be certain frequencies and like uh, notes that when they're strung together, I mean, like a musical doodle, kind of, but something that like almost takes over people's minds. To hear this song right now, <laughs> listen to it. Yeah, I mean, you know exactly what I'm saying. There, right? I, I, I guess I, if we Googled it, there's some kind of it's a wavelength. Everything's wavelength. Oh, now you're freaking me out. I know it sucks. I have not watched that thing, and I've read so much about it. Um, when Joe Rogan was on, uh, had that guy on Daniel Lazar. Is that his name? Oh, Some uh, guy got there talked about nothing but UFOs. I guess. Yeah, Dave Lazar, not Dave. It, Jesus Christ, what's his name? I should know it, but I'm... You should know. You've you got your own UFO website, UFOMG. Ah, Bob Lazar. Yeah. That Bob Lazar, is that his name? I watched that whole episode. That's a trippy one. I want to... You know what? I was on vacation, so I haven't seen it. I'm like, damn, I keep meaning to fucking watch that. It's big. And that's just been around. I mean, he broke his story in the late 80s. Oh, he's really? Never, he's never differed from his story. He's never gotten rich, never sold a book, 
never made a movie. It's hard I'm to get like a failure of a guy is a, that has a good story. Well, that's the point. He's like, he's just, I, I just want to do my thing, but I think what's going on here is kind of important because it could revolutionize everything. And uh, his, the Joe Rogan interview with him is really fucking good. The only problem with it is this guy, Jimmy Corbell, who made this documentary, which is really good, called Bob Lazar and Flying Saucers or, or something. And the problem with the documentary is it's got these stupid, dumbass, overly dramatic cutscenes that are narrated by uh, Mickey Rourke. Mm. And they're fucking terrible. They're overdone. But if you ignore those, the documentary is great. And the interview with Joe Rogan is really fucking good. And it's a good. It makes you think. You're like, well, okay, wow. Yeah, yeah he's scared. No, don't be scared. No, no, I meant because it has Mickey Rourke in it. So now I didn't want to see it. It's just his boy. Just it, mute that. Don't even watch it. Honestly, the, the Joe Rogan interview is way better than the documentary. Good. I will keep that in mind because I probably will never watch the documentary. I can be honest with you. Yeah, no, the, the Joe Rogan interview is really good. Does he tell you everything that goes on in the documentary? Well, yeah. It's basically okay. just to recap the documentary, but then – the interview's like three hours long, so it goes... But now, and, tell me that Mickey Rourke is not there. No, fuck no. Not <laughs> I'm Mickey Rourke, oh, God, he drives me nuts. He had one good movie, I think. And you know what? It, looking back, that wasn't even a good movie. Barfly? Not a great movie. You know what I mean? Do you remember that movie? Oh, yeah, I remember that. So did Roehampton. But um, well, he's an interesting character, I'll say that. Well, here's a couple things we need to do in the next couple shows. Obviously, we're going to call and get an agent, the William Morris Agency. We will not end the show until we have an agent. Yeah. But then we won't be able to end the show because the agent will insist that the show goes on. Correct? God, imagine. Can't wait till we have our whole William Morris team working (laughs) on the fucking show. So we're like... We're like Steve Harvey, dude. We don't really have to do anything except drive around in cars and, like, take yachts places and, like, let people take pictures of us. It's only a matter of time. endorse stuff, right? I mean, endorse things. I'll endorse anything. I will, too, dude. I don't care if it's a boner pill or a fucking flatulence pill or a fucking adult diaper. I'm fucking – I'm on it. You're focusing on some odd things, but, I I mean, I'll – I'll endorse a can opener or a, a, a knife that will cut things or a shoe that is soft. See, but what you're doing is you're talking about stuff that we're going to come out with uh, that's our own. We'll have Hypersloth knives. Yeah, we'll have to endorse it. That's Hypersloth right. brand can openers and whatnot. Hypersloth brand can openers. Well, that's it then. We're getting Hypersloth tattoos. We're doing it. No pussing out. No saying... Oh, I'm scared of needles. You're getting a fucking hyperslot tattoo. Tell your wife she's going to have to fucking live with it. You have to tell me that, but I'm, I'm going to be telling you that when we're there. I'll be like, come oh, on, dude. Not. Dude, I've been thinking about this hyperslot tattoo for about five years now, so. Oh, five years. Look at yeah. you. Yeah, how long have you been thinking about it, huh? Well, you, I don't know, 15? 15 yeah, years. Right, right. You can't even spell tattoo five years ago. I don't even know if I could right now. I, I don't know. It, it has a lot of T's and a lot of A's, but I don't I'm know. Not sure. I'm actually not sure I know how. T-A-T-T-O-O. Two T's? I bet Trump can't spell tattoo. He can't spell Trump. Alexa, 
Play Hyper Sloth. I can't find the song Hyper Sloth. Play Jeopardy. My bladder is getting oh, in the He needs to play Alexa. Play Beer is Fruit from Hyper Sloth. Beer is Fruit. I can't find the song Beer is Fruit from Hyper God damn you, Alexa. Alexa, play the band Hyper Sloth. Suffering songs by Hyper Sloth on Amazon Music. You just have to be firm with her. <laughs> Such a brilliant song, dude. Such a brilliant song. <laughs> this is what William Morris Agency is getting, dude. This is what they're getting. Lucky them. This song was what, Practice Never? That's the party song. The party song. That's the chick flashing her tit. The song is made for that. It really is. I mean, this is an anthem. This is a summer anthem. This is the song where every dude with a girlfriend in the crowd. The girlfriend's on the shoulders with her boots. Right. And a beer between them. Oh, I saw a new thing the other day. It was a picture of a chick at the beach, right? She's wearing a bikini top, but she's got a little mini turned upside down right between her titties. I'll send you the picture. I think, I thought to myself, oh my God, I think that girl started something. Oh my God! Every dude in the crowd. Can you imagine a million people just doing that? Alexa, fade out. Fade out. Something about fade out. Would you like to hear it? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Leave me alone. But uh, Alexa, leave me alone. But uh, dude, when I was, she wants us to hear the end of the song, obviously. We know it's good, Alexa. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. How do you do it? How do you do it? I do like that line. I know this one's not done, but we got to go too. <laughs> no, I. The most brilliant part of that is I can't hear you over the TV. <laughs> Alexa, stop. So anyways, dude, the funny part about that song is it's all written from experience. I mean, that's like autobiographical. It is. It's totally that, is. Mexico, the Quickie Mart. I mean, really? Yeah. I, I yeah. was hey, rock and roll. Yeah. What do you, What store do you think I had in mind when I fucking? My brother-in-law Brian was in town this last week. Right. You remember Brian? My sister. She ended up marrying Brian, the guy that lived with us yeah. in Rockhampton. Oh yeah. And yeah. Telling me 
He's like, man, those were the best years of my life. He was saying that about living with hypersloth. He wasn't even part of the band. He's like, and and I said something to him, and he's like, so I was playing hypersloth for him. I made him listen to it, and he's like, I love your songs. But he's like, he said to me, he said, I've seen songs or bands in Portland, right? Recently, he said, they didn't, these are like, he's like, they're like headlining like four or 5,000 people. He's like, they didn't have as much talent as fucking Hypersloth had. No, they didn't. I almost fucking cried. I almost cried when he said that. He's an outsider. I believed it, but he said it. Of course he did. They didn't have as much talent as fun. We're a fun. Oh, did say that. Party. That's right, we are. Now we will write the tearjerkers. I mean, music. Think about Willie Nelson. I mean, he didn't write his own first famous songs. All right. Do you want to play Jeopardy now? Quickly. My brother is You will quit the game as soon as we get 7 out of 10, 12. Thanks, Johnny. And welcome. Then you can go pee. Now it's a fucking challenge. In 2018, a 250 GTO made by this Italian automaker was auctioned for a record $48.4 million. What is Ferrari? Yeah, that's right. One down, you're one closer. Historic American. His book, The Souls of Black Folk, polarized the leadership of the African American community in the early 1900s. Jewish Shabazz Jenkins. Uncle Sorry, Tom. The correct response was, who is W.E.B. Du Bois? Ah, how'd you the not know that? Parts of the whole. Name, apps, and transcripts are parts of this. Repeat the question. Again, the category is, parts of the whole. Name, apps, and transcripts are parts of this. I can't even understand what she's saying. What is a button? That is incorrect. The correct response was, what is a church? The okay. fourth category. The FIFA Men's World Cup. Oh, shit. In 2002, this World Cup co-host made it to the semifinals, where it lost to Germany. Who is Spain? No. The correct response Uruguay. Was, what is South Korea? Oh, my God. The next category is... Not looking good for your bladder, dude. I should have known that. Minnesota. Will for Perry, the setting of this novel, is based on the hometown of Sinclair Lewis. What Repeat is... the question? Oh. That is incorrect. Uh-oh. The correct response was, what is Main Street? I... One letter different. The response is two words that differ by a single letter. Change one letter in the word for the tissue in a tooth cavity to get the word that you draw toward oneself. Re- repeat the question. Again, the category is one letter different. Change one letter in the word for the tissue in a tooth cavity to get the word that you draw toward oneself. Tissue in a tooth cavity? Is she speaking English? Can we get Jeopardy for people with dementia? All right. Let's move on now to the dog. I didn't even hear what she said. The next category is. Okay. A field day 
April 30, 2008, Hugo Chavez signs a decree to nationalize this country's largest steel producing company. Whether it's Venezuela. Yes. Ooh, nice. The eighth category. Biographies of non-people. Impression, Sunrise, is a biography of a painting by this artist. Who is Van Gogh? Sorry, the correct response was Claude Monet. You should have known Monet. I prefer Moby. It was my fault. Alicia Moore is the real name of this one named What About Us Singer? What? Whitney Houston. That's not it. The correct response was Who is Pete? Oh, man. I like pink, too. National. Finlash is a national dish of this European country. This That's one I the know. land of Magyar. What is Hungary? Please respond in the form of a question starting with phrases like, who is, or what is. What is Hungary? Yes, that's correct. The next category is G-O. The response is two words with the initial G-O. It's what the G and O stand for an NGO, such as the World Wildlife Fund. Geographic organization. Please respond in the form of a question starting with phrases like, who is, or what is. What is geographic organization? No, the correct response was, with a no effort. Oh. The final category is graphics. The logo for North Face is modeled after Half Dome, a rock formation in the U.S. National Park. What well, is Yosemite? That's right. That's right, bitch. Let's see how you did on this test. You got four out of twelve clues correct. Uh, four out of twelve. Twenty-three percent of players today. We still beat 33 pin of the other retards out there. Time. It looks like you've missed a few days. I haven't played in like a month. Play the days you yes. Rufus's bladder depends on it. Are available. You have four days to play from the past week. Monday. You ready for the Jeopardy round? Why do they keep doing that? Yes. Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Thanks for joining us again. Now, Alex, put you your pants on. Are you trying to pick us up for a date? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you in a while. Suck it. Complete the nonfiction title. John Terry Roof's book about the startup company Theranos, Bad Blood. What is bad blood? Blood. That's correct. Good call. That's a crazy story. It is a crazy story. See? Hypersong could do that. She's not even in jail. In 1967, this Queen of Souls released the single, Chain of Fools. Who is Aretha Franklin? Yes, that's it. You might might get to pee. The response ends with the letters O, N. It's a tropical cyclone that occurs in the northwest Pacific Ocean. What is a maelstrom? Wrong. No. Typhoon. Response was, what is typhoon? 
Yes. 
You're on your own. Exactly. I was on my own last time. Not now. Yeah. Ooh, fighting words. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, if you fuss me below the belt, you're going to get sprayed. Ooh, that's what she said. All right, Rufus, I'll let you off the hook then. Uh, folks, thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour. This is Zigzag. This is Rufus. We're going to play you out with a little, uh, the one that started it all, folks. Since we're going to be listening to us on the radio shortly, we might as well get you introduced uh, to the first song we're going to show to the William Morris Agency. And here it is, Internet Love Song, circa 1996, written by yours truly, the Double Z, and Rufus. And Rufus. All right, folks. Check you later. Have a good one. Ow, ow, ow. Spin it, bro. It's fun. It is. It's fun. And it's out.
to my private chat room, my hypertext pad. We began discussing Star Trek trivia, and I find out she knows her shit. She knows the Kirk from the Picard. So we get on down to the nasty. Something the name on a mission in love. Checking out the chat rooms for a but you will dub typing so fast my fingers are fire. Sending out the goods through a fiber route wire. Fingers are smoking, and I upload my goods. Thanks for listening to Hypersauce Howie Hour. Happy Hour, July 6, 2019. Double Z out. Thanks for listening to Hypersauce Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.